Yoga. Happy Haunted Halloween October. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's our Halloween horror movies reviews. This is the month where we dive deep into the recesses of the twisted minds of directors that make scary movies, (laughs) which maybe scare us or maybe we don't like them. (laughs) Well, uh, this one scared us. It's uh, 31, the new film by Rob Zombie. Yeah. This I've heard about this movie for a while, just on the internet and saw clips. And, oh, he did like a fucking Kickstarter for this. That's how I remember. Ah. And he had a bunch of people pledging, and you could win like a day on the set. You could win like huh. a signed vinyl thing thing. So that's where I first heard about it. And I just remember reading the synopsis, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's like a fucking Running Man style night game of murder, surviving killer clowns for the yeah. night. If you survive 12 hours, you, you're free, and if not... You're killed by the game. Well, it did feel a little that way. So it stars, of course, his wife, Sherry Moon Zombie, as always. Malcolm McDowell's in it. Yeah. Richard Drake, who you would probably know from Batman Begins. He plays the the guy who kills his parents. Yeah, Joe Chill. Yep. Uh, Jeff Daniel, who was in another uh, Lords of Salem, another... Jeff Daniel. uh, uh, Rob Zombie movie. Not Jeff Daniels. Yeah, Jeff Daniel. Uh, Meg Foster, who's a vet TV film actress. She was in They Live. The original. And a million credits. She's got kind of like freaky eyes. You'll If you see her even now as an older woman, you recognize her instantly. And she's a badass in this for 63. She's totally a badass. Yeah, and she's like 63. No, that's Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, who's 63. How old she's is she? Older. Yeah, she must be know. older, But right? Lawrence Hilton Jacobs is in it, a.k.a. Uh, Freddie Washington from Welcome Back, Cotter. Which you, I, <laughs> I know I said that. I was like, oh my God, that's Lawrence. And you were like, who? What? I know Vinny Barbarino. Yeah, well, he starred in it with him. So there. That's cool. Uh, I mean, he likes to do what Quentin does, where he gets these like artifact relics from, <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> from the 70s. But you know what? These are folks who have been continuing to work. Oh, yeah, and they do a good job. Yeah. It's just a super, it's like a very Quentin Tarantino, like get Thing. people that I used to grow up watching. Right. What are they doing now? I'll put them in my movie and murder them. Well, and it starts out, it's, yeah, it's a group of, like, carnies. It's always carnies yeah. or <laughs> fucking <laughs> trash men or something. Trash men. Some sort of thing. It's a bunch of carnies in a van, and they're getting ready to set up for the next con, well, they're, carny. They're traveling. They're in a van. They're on a, the road trip to the next destination thing. And this whole opening sequence feels very Rob Zombie, it Devil's is. Rejects kind of thing. It always does, you yeah. Know, out in highway in California somewhere. Everything's dirty and sweaty and stinky. The looking. look of it's like an old film seventies style, and yeah. it takes place in the seventies. It does seventy six, yeah, yeah. And uh, then quickly it goes from them driving, getting to their next tech. Destination with a few like sex weird sex scenes in, again, b- yeah. in the beginning and and Some then titties. yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> and tits. and this group of like this a barricade in the the road. Well, we should say the first act is like non-existent. It's like ten yeah. minutes. It's basically like we're carnies, we're lost in the dark, and now we're captured. 
it's, and it looks like a music video like a lot of his it looks stuff like a does. rob zombie music yeah. video yeah it's like these guys in those old sort of black and white jumper suits from the old prison movies kind of thing <laughs> and they have guns and masks and they sort of raid the van because there's these like scarecrows on the road right and they can't get past it and then they all get sort of captured and there's a bunch of them and like a few of them get killed just op- during the capture right and then there's about five of them and they're chained up hanging oh, by yeah, chains totally chained up. and it's basically like some weird fucking rocky horror rock opera kind of th- backdrop of sort of f- french uh kings and queens like you know renaissance era france mixed with a fucking horror movie you know yeah it's a weird sort of dangerous liaisons wigs wigs and, and powdered wigs and makeup British people and yeah and they're all british but they're dressed like french people and right they basically break down the game to them and malcolm mcdowell's like the leader yeah of these three people these, it, these yeah. two other women who are veteran british actresses that you'd recognize and they mm-hmm. they're i mean it's that and that felt like the purge a little bit it was super purge yeah yeah, it's like Purge, it's like Running Man, it's like Hostel kind of. Right. You know, but it's with Rob Zombie's own unique flair. Yeah. So there's vaginas. <laughs> there's naked women in masks. Yes. Completely naked, holding bloody cow hearts and stuff or whatever. Which was like uh, that uh, Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman film. Yeah, eyes wide shut. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah, so they wake up and they basically get told that they have 12 hours to survive in this game, 31. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure why it's called 31. I don't know. It's 12 hours. There's five people. What's 12 times five? <laughs> not 31. <laughs> Way more than 31. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then so and there's these basically these like hired murderer people, these goony monster men that come out of the dark and are there to kill First them. First one's a dwarf. A, a Hitler I, dwarf. A, a little person, sorry. He's no dwarf. Okay. He just can't say midget. Oh, right. Okay. So sorry. dwarf, little person, but he's a, a, a Spanish yes. dwarf dressed as Hitler. It's very weird. It's very Rub Zombie. Yeah. You know, it's super out there and disturbing and you don't really believe it. And so they're like, don't be fooled by his size. He'll chop you up from the knees yeah. down or something. <laughs> yeah. But they give them they give them all odds, too. Yeah. Kind of like Running Man. Totally. You know, they, they bet the three of them, the three, you know, masterminds are bet on their odds and and who's gonna live longest lawrence hilton jacobs has the best he has like 50 to one and sherry moon has like the worst 500 to one yeah and right something like that i think that that uh meg foster because she's the oldest woman has like a thousand to one. i mean yeah but they you make know the odds and they, they project it over like a loud speaker so it's all it's like a big sort of like stadium game sort of thing yeah but they're chained up and then they're sort of let out into these open world like gauntlets kind of but it's in like a a plant some sort of chemical or factory i mean which really does look like running man set because i mean it looks like that set just in the way it is in this sort of like it's dark rubble plant area yeah staircases and steam coming out of pipes right and they have weapons too though they all each get a weapon but they're kind of lame weapons well they're not they're not fucking ar-15s just like yeah (laughs) wouldn't be very much fun (laughs) it's like yeah it's like a pipe a bat one of them has a lucille 
Well, it's yeah, it's sort like of. A, no, no, it's a table leg with nails sticking out. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, <laughs> not, not quite a Lucille. Well, I guess Sherry Moon just has the bat with nothing on it, right? No, it's like a bat with like metal like fused on. Okay, it. so that's kind of like a Lucille. It's yeah, not barbed wire, but it's like just like metal and and on a bat. Right. And so they're trying to stay alive, and they're first to get chased by the little Hitler guy, and they end up killing him. Yeah, let's not say what happens here. Oh, well, how much are we going to? We're not gonna. We're not gonna give away this. What happens in this? But uh, oh, okay. I mean, they definitely are are uh, in survival mode. Some of them make it. Some of them don't. Most of them don't make it. Most um, of them don't make it. And they, there's some crazy kills too. Yeah. And there's some crazy bad guys they introduce. Just like the twisted mind of Rob Zombie. Yeah. With like demented clowns and chainsaws. Yeah. And fucking like giant German guys and tutus and. Just really creepy, disturbing stuff. Yeah. But it's fun. <laughs> and then that guy that plays the head bad guy, the Richard Drake guy, who comes out in a tuxedo and he's covered in blood. Oh, right. Oh, and well, he's it there starts to kill them. with him. The it whole film with starts with him in black and white, the sequence of him. It's a monologue straight yeah. to camera. And that was intriguing, actually. It was good. And he's a good actor. You'd recognize his face instantly. Yeah. And the way he plays this character, his name is like Doomhead. There's, they have these names like Doomhead, Ragehead, fucking Meathead or something <laughs> like that. And, and his name is Doomhead. And he's like the most brutal of them all of these fucking hired game killers. And I have to say that in the end when he comes out of the tuxedo covered in blood, he totally reminds me of uh, like the Joker. But the Joker in the new 52 like death of the family where mm-hmm. the joker has his face cut off and he wears it like a mask and it's like oh. it reminded me so much of that storyline that guy could totally play the joker if they did a live action version of that story yeah line. he did look like that he totally yeah. looks like it it's disturbing it's better than jared leto kind of really it's more realistic yeah it's more like dis- it was very disturbing definitely yeah it's that cool whole disturbing sequence. though it's like you know you're into it I'm, i I like this movie well, and they tie that beginning into a you know later in the later story. into yep. the story. Yep. Uh, it comes back around. Yeah, it does come back around, and like you said, there's some crazy kills in it. Like yeah, really gory, gory, disturbed mutilations yeah. and freaking cannibalism, and yeah, it's it's fun. I don't know for a horror movie, uh, I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. It moved along. It wasn't like one of like Halloween two he made where he tries to get too like ethereal and shit. Like he just kept yeah. the story where it was. He didn't try to add in someone's like dead father's ghost or some shit. Or, you know what I mean? Like it's just <laughs> this was one of the best survival from him. Yeah, it frankly. was. I think it's one of his better movies. Maybe best. It's like this Devil's Rejects. Well, Devil's Rejects. Oh God, we watched it again recently, not that long ago, but it was. So I forgot how unbelievably disturbing that movie is. I know. At first, because I remembered it fondly. Like, oh, it's just sort of like... <laughs> fondly? A, yeah, I did. I remembered it fondly in the sense that it's just sort of like a rip-shot action horror film. But it's actually way more disturbing. Because I just remember like the Almond Brothers song in the beginning, yeah. and they have guns, and they're riding off in the car shooting. But it's so much more disturbing. That. Mm-hmm. So when I watched it again, I was like, I don't remember that part. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't remember that part either. What I the know. fuck? I don't remember any of this. You know, so yeah, the Devil's Rejects like the third time around because I hadn't seen it in a few years. I was like, oh fuck, I, this is not some like fun, lighthearted horror movie. This is like deep, it's heavy shit. Horribly man. disturbing. I mean, the thing about Rob I Zombie like it, though, is so much of it is the 
mystique and lore of him as musician filmmaker you know yeah, it's kind totally. of like hey it's like to be a it's a, he's a cult favorite fan you know fa- fan favorite fan favorite and mm. so i mean to love rob zombie movies or to talk about you know rob zombie movies is to be part of a cool pack you know and you sort of forget it's easy to get caught up in that and sort of forget the details of actually when you watch one of the films mm. i mean house of a thousand corpse i really like still yeah, and, it's a good one to watch, man. But this was definitely, in terms of sticking to a lucid, cohesive storyline, mm-hmm. this was his best, I think. Well, it's a simple story, and he just didn't variate from the story. Yeah. And you saw it through, and, uh, you know, the characters had enough of an arc to make it through this mm-hmm. game and whatever. Some of them live, some of them die naturally, and... You know, it ends kind of disturbing and morbid. Ambiguously, though. Ambiguously. Yeah. Uh, But overall, yeah, I really liked it, and I wasn't mad. I've left some of his movies mad, like, fuck, fuck this. Well, Lords of Salem, which I'm not sure you saw. No, I never saw it. I wanted to see it, but I never saw it. We should watch it again. Because I like Salem. Because it was in Salem, yeah. And they do shoot it in Salem. And there's, as always, there's some very interesting visual things. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of Sherry Moon Zombie, you know? That's a problem. And she is so much... He's in everything. It, it, well, and Lords of Salem is so dependent on her. As an actor. Yeah, and she's not a good, she's a, really not a good actress. She's just, you know, his wife she's and She's sort of like was, one of those people that just never get the acting bug or something. No. Like, they look good, and they can, you know, they look, they fit the roles. They look good in the backdrop of the 70s, and she's hot, and this sort of thing. But as an actor... No, when you get into needing, I mean, although I, I will say that she did a better job in this, I yeah, thought. Yeah, I thought so, because it was an ensemble cast. Yeah. It's not like her like on a typewriter, on a computer, trying to figure out who the witches are, you know what I mean? Right. It's like real serious, serious acting. The movie relies on you to be a good actor. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. But it was uh, definitely scary and... I and mean, it was horror too, yep. which is cool because there's a trend like we just watched Ouija and a lot of the scary movies now are not really horror movies. True. They don't have, they sans gore, man, mm. sans the horror slasher elements. So it's cool to watch a movie that's came out this year. Yeah. That's not a complete independent film festival movie. And though it is. Yeah. But, uh, you know, then it was a f- fucking slasher flick, man. Right. I like slasher movies. Yeah. I like to yeah. watch them over Halloween. And I enjoy a new one. I can't, you can't, how many times can you watch Halloween? All the I time. I could watch it. I know. <laughs> I could watch, watch it. watch it all the time. The original, I could watch. All ev- forever. Forever. It still it's, holds up. It still scares me, even though I've seen it probably well, over a hundred times. I said you were watching and you were like, <laughs> get the coat hanger. And I'm like, you know she's going to get the coat hanger. You've watched this movie for 30 years, dude. <laughs> yeah. But yet, that's the thing. That's the, the ma- magic of that movie and just classic movies. Right. Because you can watch, I can watch Halloween, Halloween like all of October. I know. And I, we kind of do because it's on ad nauseum yeah. on TV. And you can, it's this movie, you can pick it up halfway through at the beginning, yep. or the end, and you're still going to watch it. Yeah. The first one specifically, but. You and know. not, I mean, the Rob Zombie's remake of the first one, for part of it, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, but I think he spends way too much time in the background of this kid and, and like yeah the mind of michael myers yeah. well and especially the whole like beginning where he's like a little fat disturbed kid that kills cats and shit and like well that's what john carpenter yeah. said like because i guess there was some sort of weird i read an article about how 
Rob Zombie accused uh, John Carpenter of shitting on him, and then John Carpenter was like, I didn't shit on you, but I don't like that fucking movie. Right. Or he's like, I gave him the the green light like yeah you're gonna redo halloween go ahead make it your own but then rob zombie said he like shit on him for doing that and, and then john carpenter put out a statement like i didn't i said give him the green light but while we're on the subject i thought it was fucking kind of shitty did he say yeah that? he did say that he said that michael myers was like too big and he said he said that the movie focused too much on him as a kid and his background yeah like, I it do, took yes. away the mystery of the like this character you know so, yeah, he, he had some things to say about it. Well, that's a good point, because focusing and learning too much about Michael Myers is something you don't need to do. No, and it at all. sort of does take away from the, the secrets behind this. Well, look at the mask. It's just like this white face. Yeah. Like, how much do you want to know about the, the man behind that mask? You do you want to know what he ate for breakfast before, <laughs> before he killed his sister and shit? Yeah. Like, not really. No, you know all you need to know. Yeah, and, you know, it's still terrifying. Yeah, and there's some things that I really liked about uh, Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween's, and then there's other things that just so I sort of lost me on it, especially the second one. The second one was bad. I mean, the first fifteen minutes of it or so were We've interesting. We've talked about that, where it's literally like the Halloween movie I wanted to see. Yeah, when he, when what's her name Octavia Spencer and they're in the hospital and he kills her, and then it like yeah. cuts to her waking up, and it's like no, no, we'll go back to that movie. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. movie was awesome. I know, and it goes back to like real time and then you're like yeah. fuck this movie stinks i know <laughs> i yeah. like that and other one you shot weird tangent yeah. like that was halloween goodness yeah you know just give us the goods i don't want his like dead mom visiting him with a goat's head and i stuff, know. You know well that's something we talk about a lot is that the way sometimes with a lot of these remakes original stories are so good just keep the purity yeah. of the original story why you got to go off and do all these things i mean but also that whole backstory is such a thing today we've talked about that a bunch of times in reviews they do it again with and Maleficent again and mm, cinderella did it like there's all these you know we Willy gotta Wonka. have the backstory well it's one of those things like people love these characters so much we'll give them the backstory and that'll be even better because that's why they like they, they love the character so much they're gonna want to see what they did when they were like for you know fucking graduation in high school and shit right. like no no people you think people want to see that until you make it a real thing and then you put someone in front of the television to watch it or the movie screen and you're like oh this stinks right i, I didn't want to know what willy wonka's dad was a mean dentist you know what i mean right. fuck that shit yeah fuck that shit <laughs> you know i'd fuck that I, yeah. it's, it's angering really and it's one of those things where it's like if the story's so good, like you said, stick to the story. Yep. But then if you stick to the story, it's like then why remake it at yeah. all? Especially good movies. It's yeah. not like you're taking these old, sort of obscure, forgotten franchises or titles right. and making them really good. You're remaking Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Yeah, which is it's a legendary they classic. Never done that. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like there's no formula there. No. Why well, if you're gonna take something really good and remake it? and make it bad then don't do it in the first place yeah don't do it in the first place why you waste my time yeah well so uh, what would you give this movie 31 like i'd give it probably like 31 out of 31 (laughs) Um, no what would you give it i don't know like an 8 78 8 i don't know if i'd give it an 8 i'd probably give it more like a 7.8 yeah 7.5 yeah 7.5 i mean i liked it though that's the thing i did like it too but it's not the production value is not worthy of giving it more than that really i mean but it looks good it does look good it feels good looks Uh, good feels good yeah i'll say 7.5 
I'll say seven, eight. I'll say okay. eight, and then we split the difference. Okay. <laughs> and there's your fucking movie. And there you go. It's streaming now on Amazon. You can rent it. I believe you can also get it on iTunes. It came out in September 2016. That's 31 by Rob Zombie. Check it out, horror fans. Horror fans, yeah. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,